0: وَمَنْ يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلاله في النار فيا عباد الله قال الله تعالى في كتابه ألف لام ميم ذلك الكتاب لا ريب فيه هدى للمتقين أو سابن ساب الله الله سبحانه وتعالى Mentioned in the Quran, Thalikal This is the book in which there is no doubt. Hudan Lil a guidance for the people of Taqwa. This Quran, this revelation. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a revelation, a book, in which there is no doubt whatsoever. Every ayah, every chapter, every surah, every part of it is absolute truth. From Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no doubt within it. There is no confusion upon it. So when we read the Quran, then we must ponder and contemplate and think about what Allah is telling us. This is the speech of Allah. These are the words of Allah and it is upon us To think about them, to ponder over them, to contemplate upon them. Because by doing so, by examining the Quran, reading it, reciting it, memorizing it, understanding it, practicing it. That is how you will find the guidance for this world and the happiness for the hereafter. So Allah mentioned right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah Alif Lam Mim This is the book wherein there is no doubt Hudan lil-muttaqeen A guidance for the people of taqwa In reality The Qur'an is a guidance for all of mankind. But it is only the people of Taqwa who in reality benefit from it. As for those who are negligent and they do not pay attention to the words of their Lord and they ignore and they neglect this great book the final revelation, the Qur'an, and they do not open it nor remember it until the month of Ramadan, it arrives once a year, then those people are certainly in a state which is not a desirable state. They are in a state which is a pitiful state. A Muslim servant of Allah Neglecting the words of Allah. Neglecting the Quran. How can that be? You desire peace and ease in your lives. You desire comfort of your hearts. Then you will not find it except in the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Quran and the Sunnah. In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah goes on to talk about how people deal with the Qur'an. Mankind has different approaches to their dealing, their interaction with the Qur'an, with the Sunnah, with the Revelation. Mankind are three different types. When it comes to the Qur'an and the Sunnah, When it comes to the revelation, the first type and the first category of mankind. And think about these categories. Where are you in these categories? The first category are those who believe in the Quran, believe in the revelation, have Iman. Inwardly and outwardly, they are the mu'minun. The mu'minun, those who have iman in the Quran, in the Sunnah, in the revelation, inwardly and outwardly, in their belief and upon their actions. And they are the ones whom Allah describes. Those who have belief in the unseen and they establish the prayer, and from that which we have blessed them with, they spend. These are characteristics that Allah mentioned about the believers. Characteristics that Allah mentioned about the mu'minoon. The mu'minun. who are they in reality? They are the ones who have iman, iman in the Hayb, in the unseen. And that is one of the ways that Allah tests His servants to see whether you will have iman in the unseen affairs. As for something which you can see with your own eyes, then that is believable to you without a problem. But something which you cannot see, something which you cannot experience it, will you have the certainty of Iman in your heart regarding it or not? So Allah says, the mu'minun, they do have that certainty in their hearts they have that iman in their hearts in the ghaib in the unseen what types of the unseen death for example at the time of death when the angels they come upon you and your soul is removed and then in your grave either punishments or blessings A door to paradise is opened for the righteous. And the smells and the beauties of paradise he sees and smells. And as for the evil one, then in his grave a door to hell is opened. And the heat and the evil he smells. Do you have certainty of Iman? In these affairs, a believer, a mu'min is required to do so. Certainty of Iman in the affairs of the grave. Certainty of Iman with regards to the affairs of the hereafter. The day of judgment. All of the people, they will be resurrected out of their graves. From the time of Adam alaihissalam to the end of time. Every person, all of them will be resurrected. All of them will stand upon a plane. All of them will have their accountability. Do you have certainty of Iman in these events occurring? All of them will have their deeds balanced in the weighing scale. All of them will cross over the bridge, the Sirat, the bridge over the hellfire. And then they will be split into either people of paradise. O people of hellfire. So as the mu'minoon, you must have certainty of iman and belief and yaqeen in the affairs of the unseen. Similarly, Allah mentions from the characteristics of the believers that they established the prayer. as They established the prayer These five daily prayers Described In the sunnah Prescribed upon us As an obligation A mu'min A muslim Does not neglect his five daily prayers On the day of judgment The first thing You will be asked about Is your prayers Your salah إِنَّ Qiyamah The first thing you will be asked about on the day of judgment is your prayer. Did you establish your prayers? Did you perform the obligation upon you five times a day, every day? Just like it is mentioned in the sunnah the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said about the danger of a person who neglects his prayers. إِنَّ الْعَهْدَ الَّذِي بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَهُمْ أَسْوَلَىٰهِ فَمَنْ تَرَكَهَا فَقَدْ kafar." That indeed the covenant between us and them is the prayer. So whomsoever abandons the prayer has committed kufar. Such is the severity of the one who does not abide by his five daily prayers in their right time, in the right manner. That is the importance and that is why Allah mentioned right at the beginning of the Quran. If you open the Mus'haf, right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, on the first page, right at the beginning, one of the first things you see, is Allah telling us, that the believers, they establish their five prayers. They establish their five obligated prayers upon them. This is not something of a choice or an option. The one who neglects his prayer, is in severe danger. Severe threat. So Allah mentions right at the beginning, you will see it in the Quran. One of the characteristics of a true believer is that he makes sure that he does not slack with his prayers. He does not abandon his prayers. Many of the scholars, they say, a person who abandons prayer, neglects prayer, then he is a kafir. Not even a Muslim. Some of the scholars even say, if he doesn't pray, when he dies, bury him in the graveyard of the kuffar. That is the importance of the prayer. That is the severity of the prayer. Do you not know in the sunnah, when the prayer was established, initially, due to Allah loving this worship, it was prescribed, or rather, due to its prescription as 50 prayers every day, it indicates to us the great love Allah has for this worship and how beloved this worship is that we perform it. That Allah established it as 550. Five that was the original rule 50 prayers every day. But then it was reduced and reduced and reduced from the mercy of Allah. Only five prayers every day. But you get the reward as if you prayed all 50. That is the importance of the prayer. And that is what you will find right at the beginning of the Quran. So as a mu'min, be aware of that and the importance of that. Then Allah gives another characteristic of the believers. He says, وَمِمَّا رزقناهم From that which we have bestowed upon them, from the wealth that Allah has bestowed upon you, that you spend from that wealth, you spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a believer, a mu'min, knows and recognizes the money that you have in your pocket, it is not you who have earned it for yourself. It is not your skill. It is not your smartness. It is not you. Rather it is a blessing from Allah that it has come to you. And tomorrow all of it could be taken away from you. This wealth you've been given. You have been given it as a blessing from Allah. Not as a skill or expertise or professionalism from you. Tomorrow your business could go corrupt and all of it is lost. Have your trust in Allah and thank Allah. It is not you yourself who is doing this for yourself. It is Allah who puts this money upon you, gives you this wealth, gives you the homes, gives you the clothes. That's why in the hadith it mentions, aarin illa man all of you are naked, except for the ones whom Allah clothes. كُلُّكُمْ جَائِعٌ إِلَّا مَنْ at'amtu. All of you are starving, hungry, except for the ones who Allah feeds. And كُلُّكُمْ إِلَّا مَنْ And all of you are upon misguidance, except the one who Allah guides. So if Allah guides you to the truth, and Allah opens up your heart to recognizing the truth, knowing what is good for you in your life now, knowing what will benefit you in the hereafter, then do not delay in grasping that truth when it comes to you. If you delay, then you do not know what will occur to your heart later. Maybe later the truth comes and your heart no longer wants to accept it. And your life is therefore wasted. Rather when the truth comes, take it. So recognize all of these are blessings from Allah upon you. And so one of the characteristics of the believers that Allah mentions is that they spend from the wealth Allah has bestowed upon us. That is the first category of people in mankind. The believers, the mu'minun. Which is what we all want to be upon. And we want our families and our children to be upon and die upon. Upon this category of people. Upon being Mu'minun. Mu'minun in this religion truthfully. Not just Mu'minun in name. Somebody says, what are you? The consensus form comes to your house. What's your religion and you take Islam? Yet you do not pray. You do not ever come to the masjid. You do not teach your children the Quran. Nothing. But you tick that I am Muslim. I was born Muslim. My family is Muslim. This is not what will save you on the day of judgment. Being a believer is not just giving yourself a name that I am Muslim. It is that you practice Islam. Every deed that you do in this world is recorded upon you. And it will be shown to you on that day in your books. Every deed, big and small. And that is what your accountability will be upon. So prepare for that day. Prepare for that day. A man once came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and said to him, Ya Rasulullah, Mata O Messenger of Allah, when is the Day of Judgment gonna happen? The Prophet ﷺ said to him, "What have you prepared for it? Never mind when it's going to be. The key thing for you is what have you prepared for that day, whenever it is, doesn't matter. What matters is that you prepare every day with your worship, your obedience, and practice of this religion." So this is the first category of people, the believers. The second category Allah mentions right at the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah. Ayah number six. la As for those who have disbelieved the kuffar inwardly and outwardly, they reject this Qur'an. They reject this sunnah. They reject this revelation from the Lord of all of creation. They are the open kuffar. Inwardly rejecting it, outwardly rejecting it. Those will have a severe punishment. As Allah mentions in the next ayah, those kuffar in the hereafter will be in the hellfire forever. The third category. The third category is the category of the hypocrites. The category of the hypocrites. So the first category is the mu'minun and the believers. The second category is the category of the open kuffar. And the third category is the category of the hypocrites, those who inwardly disbelieved but outwardly pretended to be upon Islam and to be Muslim. May Allah protect us from that state. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen was salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Nabiya Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in Faya'ibadallah The third category of people that Allah tells us about Right at the beginning of the Mus'haf At the beginning of the Qur'an you will find it Is the munafiqoon, the hypocrites They are the people who disbelieve inwardly but show outwardly that they are Muslim. Those hypocrites, Allah said about them in the Quran, al asfali That indeed the hypocrites will be in the lowest pits of the hellfire. Those hypocrites who Allah says about them, وَمِنَ There are those people who say, We believe in Allah and the last day. And in reality they do not believe. They say we believe in Allah and the last day. And in reality they do not believe. They, say, believe the they, not believe. they hide kufr in their hearts. And they show openly that they believe the hypocrites at the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam it is mentioned about some of them these munafiqoon, these hypocrites pretending to be muslims and in reality they were upon kufr that they wanted to have a base a building where they could get together and plan against the prophet sallallahu And scheme and make plans against the Muslims. So they decided upon their extreme nifaq and deception to build a mosque. They said we will build a mosque next to Masjid Quba in Medina. They said we will build a mosque. Because if we build a mosque and then we get together in the mosque. Nobody will be suspicious about our activities. We can get together in the mosque. We can plan and make our schemes against the Muslims. Nobody will be suspicious. They will say they are just having a class in the mosque. So they built this fake mosque. Making it look like it's a real mosque and telling everybody it's a real mosque. And they built it like a mosque. They even said to the Prophet ﷺ, they invited him, and said come and pray in our new mosque at the time the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam was away in a battle he said to them sent a message back when i come back i'll come and pray in your new mosque but as he was coming back on the way back revelation from allah came to him ayat in the quran la taqum fihi abada Do not go and stand in that mosque ever. Do not go and pray in that place ever. Revelation came to the Prophet exposing those hypocrites. So the Prophet sent some of the people to go ahead and to burn that place down because it was not in reality a mosque. It looked like a mosque but its purpose was the corrupt intention and evil purpose of attacking Islam from it. So that place, Masjid al dar was destroyed. And they say in the books of history, the mu'minun used to go and dump their rubbish on that site afterwards. To show the munafiqoon of their evil. Why does Allah tell us about the munafiqoon in the Quran? A person, a Muslim maybe thinks to himself, Alhamdulillah, I'm not a munafiq, I believe. I'm upon the shahada, I'm upon iman, I'm upon Islam. But these ayat about the munafiqeen in the Qur'an, they can be applicable to a Muslim. If a Muslim falls into the characteristics of the hypocrites, Because hypocrisy, Nifaq, is two types. There is Nifaq, hypocrisy in the heart. When a person doesn't even accept Tawheed or Islam or anything in his heart, only pretends on the outside like they used to, that is hypocrisy of the heart. But then there is a second type, Nifaq of your actions. And Nifaq, Al-Amali. This is when a Muslim ends up doing actions that are not the actions of the mu'minoon that we spoke about. They are actions of the munafiqun, And there is a hadith where the Prophet ﷺ told us, Ayatul Munafiqi thala. The sign of a hypocrite is three things. Pay attention to this narration. The sign of a hypocrite is three things the Prophet ﷺ said. The first one, a When he speaks, he lies. Lying is a characteristic of the hypocrites. Lying is a description of the munafiqun, not the description of a mu'min. Lying is what you get From the hypocrites and the munafiqoon And so the Prophet Sallallahu told us It is a characteristic of them A sign of a hypocrite That he lies when he speaks So a mu'min needs to be aware of that Because you could be a Muslim You could be upon Iman You could be upon belief But if you lie all the time you lie when you speak Then you are doing something Which is really not the mu'min action It is the munafiq action The hypocrite action Lying Also in the hadith it mentions khan, If you are entrusted with something Somebody gives you a trust Look after this for me Do that for me Somebody entrusts you with something And you betray that trust you are somebody who betrays the trust of the people. Is treacherous to the people. That is also not a characteristic of the mu'min It is a characteristic of the hypocrites. So be warned from that. Similarly the Prophet ﷺ said, waada Akhlaf. When he makes a promise, he breaks his promises. He makes a promise and then breaks his promises, doesn't care that is not the way of a mu'min, that is the way of the munafiqoon, of the hypocrites, that they break their promises and they care nothing about dignity and honor. So when we've been told about the hypocrites in the Qur'an and the Prophet has told us about them in the Sunnah, it is so that we as believers can keep ourselves away from the characteristics of the hypocrites. That we as believers are firm on our iman. Firm in our belief of the unseen. Knowing that when you die, then you will be resurrected and held accountable for your lives and what you did with them. And staying away from the kuffar and their methodology. Staying away from the hypocrites, the munafiqun. Do not be like the Muslims who just say I am Muslim. But then they pray nothing, they open the Qur'an never. They barely even get themselves too fast in Ramadan. Then what is your title that I am Muslim? Consider your lives and where they are going. Consider what Allah is telling us in the Qur'an about these different categories of people in this world. There are the mu'minun truthfully. Then there are the kuffar, and then there are the munafiqoon. Do not let yourself slip, billah, and end up in one of the wrong categories. Only by clinging firm to this religion, clinging firm to the Qur'an and the sunnah, asking Allah to keep you established, that is what will keep you grounded. That is what will keep you firm. Allah keeps firm those who have Iman, keeps them firm and upright on the straight path in this world, and keeps them firm in the hereafter when the angels come to you in your graves asking you the questions about your religion, about your Lord, about your Prophet. Allah keeps you firm in that time. Who? The believers, the mu'minoon, Those who are upon Islam in reality. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us truly from this category. Truly from the category of the mu'minun. And to protect us from the other types. And to protect our hearts from falling into those types. Muhammad wa aqim